this show the establishment warned you about. And welcome to the Dr. Tommy Show, brought to you by Atlas MD, the number one preferred membership medicine practice. At least that's what my opinion is in the United States and in the entire galaxy, because it simplifies your life as a direct primary care or cosmetic medicine physician by eliminating all of the different things that make your life hard, like billing and communicating with your patients, and uh, basically helps you to become the doctor you've always wanted to be. Membership medicine, and that's Atlas MD. Go to askdrtommy.com, click on special offer for Atlas MD, and then you can use Atlas MD for free for 60 days. That's 30 days more than the usual, which is 30 days. And today we are back and ready to inform you about some of the good news in the world, hopefully. And today is World Turtle Day. World Turtle Day. <laughs> Never knew there was such a thing, but gosh, I should have known. May 23rd is a day to help bring awareness for the protection of turtles and tortoises. And uh, so May 23rd. So who knew? World Tur- World Turtle Day. World so should we do day. something special? Uh, maybe rescue a turtle. Bring a turtle home. Oh, the kids would love that. <laughs> What's the difference between a turtle and a tortoise? Uh, I think a turtle lives in the ocean, maybe. And tortoise has... Feet like a land turtle. Tor- Do all tortoise. turtles live in the ocean, though? I don't know. Tur- tortoise is like a gopher tortoise mm-hmm. or Galapagos. Do they call them tortoise? Yeah. And I think a turtle is something that has, lives in, or doesn't live in the ocean, but has little flippers like, you know? Mm-hmm. I think a tortoise has fingernails. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then a tortoise, turtle has like, Little flappers. Paddles. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe there's a... Uh, I don't know, but didn't you say that you had, your friend Dave had a pet... Did he have a pet turtle? Dave had turtles for all through his undergrad, all through my... All through our medical school, and then all through my residency, because they stayed with me when he went to Oklahoma. And, and you babysat his turtles. One of them passed away, and the other one I just released... Not I just now, but I released, but it lived for, what was that, eight plus four, all Dave's whole residency, because he came back and the turtle was still around. I said, do you want to have your turtle back? And he said, no. That was five years, I think he did training, maybe six. That was an old turtle. He was turtle. in Oklahoma for six years? Well, he did, he did urology and oncology, and I think the oncology itself was two years or maybe one. I can't remember. Well, urology's um, got to be five. Where did you release this turtle? Oh, uh, you know, it's funny as my mom said, Tommy, you should let the turtle go. I said, I can't, mom, because he doesn't understand how to live in the environment. Mm-hmm. He's been a turtle like this his whole life, you know, in an aquarium. Mm-hmm. You should just let him go. So I did. And I put him in the uh, fish pond and then I put him in there. And then the next day I looked and he's gone. And he might have went, though, next door to the neighbor's pond or to the back. There's no telling. Well, he wasn't in there anymore. I'm sure he figured it out, I would think. I don't know. Look at my chickens, though. You know, they probably would die if we didn't. They probably wouldn't be able to figure it out. No, that's for sure. That's for sure. Your chickens are city slickers. They are. They're spoiled. Something that my uh, stepmother in Pennsylvania shared on the Internet, Facebook. This is from 516.18. So a teacher asked 
Um, you know, they're talking about inventions. Kaylee did an invention at her school. Yes, she did. Did a modification of a doorstop mm-hmm. along with her team of inventors. So I guess this is a thing that's been going on in school. Mm-hmm. And so this teacher, and this is on Facebook, posted, tell me about an invention that you don't like. Why? And the kid writes, if I had to tell about if I had to tell you what invention I don't like, I would say that I don't like the phone. I don't like the phone because my parents are on their phone every day. A phone is sometimes a really bad habit. I hate my mom's phone and I wish she never had one. That is an invention I don't like. And then she has a picture of a phone. There, you can see crossed out X and the kid saying, I don't like it. I hate it. Isn't that something? Kids realize that people are sucked into their uh, phones mm-hmm. all the time yep that's why I, I can't stand to have the fo- for you know as to be on the telephone during dinner i don't like it it's like family time to me and um occasionally madison has got her phone out and i'm like put your phone away that's that's one time that we can actually sit down as a family and talk but i have even going to dinner too i have seen it's so sad. I've seen other family members sitting around. Night. We did. And Each of them had a tablet. Yes. Two, and two I boys and a, and a mother, it looked like. Uh, I think it was a, maybe grandma. Yeah. But everyone had, um, grandma had her, or mom, whoever she was, had her tablet, and the boys had their cell phones. There was no interaction. Nope. They, they had nothing to talk about with each other. It's funny. And they're more worried about what's happening on um, social media or internet, watching videos, whatever, than with each other. It's funny, though. If you think about it, people like Mark Zuckerberg, uh, they probably really champion the idea of, in Apple, people just having their phone connected to them at all times. They try to make it well, seem sure. like such a beautiful thing you know well apple's, apple's be, commercials make yeah, it seem that way make it seem like it's a it's, it's next to god is the mm-hmm. the thing that should be in your life mm-hmm. your phone mm-hmm. and the and the culture of consumption and and uh group think that comes along with being in the um yes Less, social media realms i mean the whole you know the it's computer really a, the phone thing. even pervasive last night thing. um madison so Madison's home. She's cutting lettuce up for dinner. Kaylee's in the kitchen. You were doing something. We were all in the kitchen. Either way, that we were all in the kitchen doing something. And Madison pulls out her laptop and starts mm-hmm. playing uh, probably uh, Vampire Diaries. Yeah. And I said, Madison, we're all in the kitchen. Well, well, you know, turn it off. Let's have, this is family time. Well, then Kaylee was walking around the other day and then she had her phone on the table and it was just randomly <laughs> talking. I said, Kaylee, turn that off. She said, why? I said, because it's annoying. Mm-hmm. It's just some, like mm-hmm. some, I don't know what it was, some blog or podcast or something, but just mm-hmm. nobody was listening to it. It was just running in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we all need reminders. Everyone needs reminders to put the electronics away when you're home. Yeah. I, I mean, I know there's a lot of things you can do on your phone, read articles or, you know, whatever, but I think we all do need reminded that our kids are watching. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the, the culture of the corporate culture, they're they're um, they're making it. They're reinforcing this desire of theirs that everyone be connected at all times. Mm-hmm. Have your eyes glued in every you know. We'll 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 tell you what to think. We'll tell you what the narrative of the day is. We'll tell you what to buy. 
Mm-hmm. And all you need to do is have that phone attached to you mm-hmm. at all times if possible. We'll tell you everything you need to know. We'll tell you what to think about everything. Mm-hmm. We'll tell you what the news is. We'll tell you what the news is and what you th- should think about it. We should tell you who should be listened to, who's not should be listened to. Mm-hmm. And this is all under the guise of um, entertainment and enlightenment and and pushing ideas towards you and pushing you to buy crap. Mm-hmm. It's weird. You know, it's like that thing we this doesn't tie in perfectly, but I think they had on the radio coming in about on nine seventy WFLA about NFL now has met with their employers or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And they said that next year what they're gonna do for the national anthem, since this is like an ongoing problem, I guess, is they're going to let the um they're gonna let the home team decide if if they're going to play the national anthem, if if they're going to let the other team come out or something like that. Mm-hmm. And if the other team comes out and they kneel, then that's going to be a 15-yard penalty. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking. You know, they put a committee together to talk about this yeah. and decide what's well, you know best. why? Because it hit them in the pocketbook. Well, yeah, of course. You know, they're seeing, um, le- well, there's a lot of complaints about the NFL. A lot yeah. of people have boycotted the NFL. Yeah. I haven't watched And the they burn their shirts, their jerseys, and any all of their items that they have through um, through yeah. the NFL. They've stopped buying. I consider NFL myself, products. you know, a uh, forerunner or whatever. Uh, someone who came to this conclusion long before the current NFL. But I haven't watched NFL routinely since the '90s. And one of the things that used to make me mad was when I was at UF and I was trying to watch the Bucks on TV. Is if it hadn't sold out the stadium, they'd black it out. Yeah. I just like, you know what? Screw you. Mm-hmm. First, you pass a, a, a tax to help you build your own stadium. Mm-hmm. And then, if they don't fill the stadium, because whatever the case is, you're not selling tickets at the right price, because mm-hmm. that's the reason for anytime there's not a sellout, is because the price of the ticket did not match the market. Right. Whether that's because the, the product sucks, the ticket price is too high, whatever the case is, mm-hmm. you screwed up. You did not, you know, so they're going to try to force people to go, whatever mm-hmm. the case is. Anyway, so I didn't watch it since then. And so I haven't boycotted NFL. I haven't watched NFL, like I said, since God, Sean King was the quarterback for the Bucks. Anyway, uh, but the, the idea, though, that, you know, the, the, the NFL is so phony. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they went and they fell over themselves last year to say, oh, we are – we're for the players speaking their rights. We we stand with them or we kneel with them or we believe in what they say or we don't believe in what they say. And everyone – and they're just full of it. Because uh-huh. at the end of the day, what do they say? Well, now we're going to go back. And and the point is no one's going to watch the NFL that – no one's going to say, you know what? Or at least maybe, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm thinking about myself. But I'm thinking – there's nothing you could do to make me watch the NFL now. It's boring. Mm-hmm. It's boring. And, and the fact that you have uh, players uh, like celebrities, instead of just doing what they're supposed to do, out there telling every little thing about what they think, who cares? I don't mm-hmm. care. I'm not going to watch it because of that. And I'm certainly not going to watch it if now you're, you're trying to force players to stand if they don't want to stand. You know what? If they don't want to stand, I could care less. Like I said last year, I could care less if these people stand. I think everybody should stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. Personally, I I mean, I would. If you don't want to, that's fine. And if you're a a millionaire celebrity and you want to sit down there and kneel or if you want to do whatever you want to do, 
and that's the NFL, then that's the NFL. I could care less. I don't care what the NFL does. I honestly don't understand what they're kneeling for. Are they kneeling in protest against Trump? Are they kneeling in protest against the flag? You I know, I don't origi- really. Um, the original one, I think, was Colin Kaepernick was kneeling about Black Lives Matter slash police police brutality perception that uh, cops, police officers were indiscriminately or preferentially killing blacks. That's what the original protest was about. What it's about now, who knows? What it's about now is being a celebrity. Being a celebrity, being on TV. And what the NFL found out was they, they have all these guys, all these players that want to be make their feelings known for whatever reason, good, better, and different. And then when they let the people do this, the people tuned out. So all these owners who were last year saying, oh, we're all for the players. We're, we're rocks. We believe in their rights. They don't believe in their mm-hmm. rights because guess what? They're forcing you guys to stand. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm They're forcing you to stand and run around and catch balls, and you can't even kneel if you want to. I would say the hell with you. If I was a player and I really wanted to kneel, I'd say I'd quit. <laughs> that's what, do that. Well, that's what they should do. I, I mean, that's you know, what I a little- We know when they said, you look, you're, you're a doctor, right? You got to do this. You got to do that. You got to do these check boxes. You got to do that. I so, say, you know what? Pound sand. Mm-hmm. No, nah, I don't no think pounds. so. They're not going to do that. They're not going to go pound sand. They get paid millions of dollars to throw then, a football back and forth. Gonna look Where the, in the world would they find another job where they can make that do, much money? They're going to have to do exactly what I would have had to do. Look at myself in the mirror every morning and say, look, I'm getting punked. I'm getting punked. I'm getting punked. Oh, well. Or say, you know what? I don't really care about that much. Because there's some people who say, look, I don't care if the insurance company runs me. I don't care if the government runs me. You know, if the patients suffer, who cares? I mean, I mean, not saying that's what they say, but if 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 I had to do that, that's what I'd have to say. I'd have to look at myself in the mirror every morning and say, "Okay, so today I'm gonna I'm gonna see 40 patients. Some of the patients are gonna get what they want. Some of the patients aren't, and I'm just gonna do my best. And the insurance company is gonna get there, and the insurance com- and the uh, government's gonna do what they're gonna do, and I'm just gonna have to do it day after day. And I wouldn't be able to do it, but that's me." Mm-hmm. So some of these players are going to be able to say that. They're going to like, look, I'd rather kneel. I think America sucks. I'd rather kneel, but I'm not going to kneel because I'll get a 15-yard penalty and it's going to piss off the owner Then I'm not going to get signed. So I'm going to run around and catch the football and I'm not going to kneel. I don't know. They should put their money <laughs> Did you on see that at, uh, Paso County is being sued? Because I, I think he's he's either a kindergartner or first grader. He decided to kneel in class instead of standing for the Pledge of Allegiance. uh uh-uh. Mm-hmm. And the teacher told him, you know, you need to stand. You don't so need. You don't have suing? to. Sit. They're For suing what? Paso County because his rights. You know, he was made to stand. Now he wasn't made to say the Pledge of Allegiance, uh-huh. but the teacher did tell him, you need to stand. And um, so, do you think this? I'm 42 years old, and I really don't understand what the big all hype is. Mm-hmm. Do you think this kindergartner or first grade, however, he's five or six years old? Do you think he understands no. what he was kneeling for? Or if they told the kid to do that. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they had a discussion. We know we know kids. They listen to everything you know that yeah. we community we talk about in the home, and um, but you know maybe he heard about it and the parents had a discuss. You know, it's all in the news and the parents discussed it. Um, anyway, yes, they, so they're suing because his rights were discriminated against. Or is he going to get? Uh, He's like six years damages? old. It's a Where's school. It's a school right be? here in Wesley Chapel. Yeah. Oh, good for them. Everybody likes to sue. Sue, 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 mm-hmm. sue. Everyone likes to sue and be offended. I guess they go hand in hand. Yes, they do. Being offended is the new civil right. Mm-hmm. Being offended is the new... It's not even a civil right, really. It's more of like a badge of 
honor to be offended by certain things. You have to be offended by certain things. But to be offended, to be a, a member of the offended class, mm-hmm. it's like it's um, it's you get um, what's, you, virtue. There's virtue in being offended. Mm-hmm. I'm offended. Like that Tommy Lauren. Someone threw water at her. Yeah. They were offended. There's so much virtue. I don't agree with what you say. I'm offended. She's now at a, she's I'm at a throw restaurant water at with you. her mother. And this yeah, this woman threw water at Tommy Lauren and it also hit her mother as well. Now, apparently everyone in the restaurant applauded yeah. and cheered when this happened. I don't what are, I mean, gosh. That's called democracy. I mean, people are so rude. People think democracy is great, you know, democracy. And when I did my podcast with Dr. Walter Williams, he said, democracy is mob rule. Democracy is, uh, is as if everyone got together and say, uh, you know what? We're not going to allow to have uh, ham on Thanksgiving. You're going to have to have turkey instead. Mm-hmm. And they voted for it, and then that's it. That's mob rule. Democracy mm-hmm. is mob rule. So when this mob gets together and they decide, democracy is really what it is, is tyranny of the majority, and it is the ultimate exploitation of the minority. Because what it does is it says the minority has no rights unless they agree with the majority. Right. That's in a purest democracy. Mm-hmm. That's what people think. Oh, we live in democracy. The hell we do. If we lived in democracy, it'd look more like communist China. That's called the mm-hmm. People's Republic of China, but they call it a democracy. And it is mob rule by the majority. And if you lived in a democracy, your minority rights to, like we see, to speech, to whatever, would be soon infringed upon if they did not agree with the overwhelming majority. Mm-hmm. So things like, well, I have an unpopular opinion. In a democracy, there is no such thing as you have an unpopular opinion if it's if they believe truly that your opinion is dangerous. Right. Because guess what? If you had an unpopular opinion in a true democracy... They would write a law that says, okay, uh, people who believe this or that uh, doesn't agree with a majority. We believe that's offensive enough that we're going to then say that you can be put in prison or maybe even put to death. Where did you say that uh, you are not allowed to make posts like that? In Britain. In Britain. Britain. They call it a hate crime. Mm -hmm. You know, in Britain, I I troll these people, these uh, Britain uh, townships in England. They'll say, uh, you know, remember that whatever you post on the Internet is... um, you know, basically falls under this hate crime thing. And if you post that, we'll come get you and haul you away. And they're talking to the people in England. Well, they don't realize then I'll, I'll troll them. And so I say, you know, call them the thought police. And hell, for all I know, if I go ever go to England, they may well arrest me for a thought crime uh, by the Human Rights Commission in England. But yeah. They're not going to let you in. They've got your name written down somewhere. Yeah. But anyway, but democracy. So next time you hear democracy and you think, oh, democracy is good. Remember, democracy is... 51 people agreeing that 49 people are wrong in a pure mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to look at it a different way, democracy is two wolves and a sheep meeting and deciding what's for dinner. That's a democracy. Uh, other news. This is from Twitter. <clears throat> this is from Paul Ryan, at Speaker Ryan, 18 hours ago. Great news. The House just passed a bill providing terminally, terminally ill patients with an access to experimental treatments and therapies for the chance at a longer life. These patients and their loved ones deserve the quote, right to live, right to try. And that's a hashtag, right to try hashtag. So if you are uh, out there and you hear this, what do you think? Um, why, why it sounds to me- Let me right read it to- again. 
Great news. The House just passed a bill providing terminally ill patients with access to experimental treatments and therapies for the chance at a longer life. These patients and their loved ones deserve the right to try. Why can't, you know, if you are terminally ill, well, I would, I mean, I know some people might just say, you know, um, that's it, I'm dying, but I would want to try everything under the sun. But what's why, your overall? Why can't I do that? And why do I have to get permission from someone to do that? But what, so, what's your overall impression when you hear this? I'll tell you what mine was. But what do you think when you see that? I think it's none of their business. Why is the government getting involved in whether I'm terminally ill or not? And let me do what I want. Yeah, that's what I think. And I think, well, why is Speaker Ryan saying this is great news? I say this is pathetic news. Yeah. Why is he? Why is he involved in? Yeah. Whether um, say, I'm dealing with a term, whether I'm terminally ill or my husband's terminally ill. Well, well, the, no. See, he's saying it's great news because they just passed a resolution, right? The House did. Mm-hmm. Now, does so it doesn't even mean the it's not even law yet. Mm-hmm. So in the United States now, it's not even a law that you're allowed to try these experimental treatments to save your damn life. The House just passed it, and yet Speaker Ryan's saying great news. Well, the mm-hmm. Senate still got to pass it. The president still has to sign it. And then all the lobbyists have to pitch in and say whether or not they agree with it for their various different reasons. I know. Why are they involved anyway? So my thing would be pathetic news. That's how I would change it. Mm-hmm. Pathetic news. Can you believe that in our United States of America, the House just now passed mm-hmm. a bill providing terminally ill patients with access to experimental treatments? This is BS. Mm-hmm. This should have never happened where they weren't allowed to. Right. How pathetic. That's how I'd say it. But see... That's the difference between a person who thinks with a liberty mindset mm-hmm. and someone who's a mindset of, well, the government knows best. Mm-hmm. Left or right, the government knows best. And Speaker right. Ryan, nominally a conservative, didn't think that way. Or at least he didn't put that in. A, maybe he thinks that was private thoughts. But for public consumption, what he said was great news. I would say this is pathetic. This is pathetic that we would have to wait around for our lords to tell us. You have a dying loved one or yourself and you're like, I want to try experimental treatment. The government's supposed to, it's just like that thing with baby Alfie. Mm-hmm. I want to take my baby to Rome. Mm-hmm. No. And there's some people out there who say, yeah, you know what? The government knows best. It's the sickest mm-hmm. six. It, it's ultimate Stockholm syndrome. Oops. You know, that's a fake caller. Anyway, that's a, I don't know. It's just, I don't, it, to me, it's sick. It doesn't make sense. But like I said, I I have a liberty mindset. And uh, Walter Williams said before, you know, if the if the founding fathers were to come back today and start talking the way they talked when we wrote the Constitution, mm-hmm. which everyone says, you know, right to free speech, I have the right to do this with my body, blah blah blah. All those all those uh, rights that you so that you profess that you love. If those guys were to show up with our powdered wigs and a time machine and be like, what the hell happened? And they start talking <laughs> like they were talking back then. Guess what you guys would do? Most of you, you'd run their ass out of town. Yeah, I'm sure. You'd say, get out of here. You radicals. What are you talking about? The government can't do that. The government can do everything. You would tar and feather them. Most of you, not you listeners, the people that you know, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, that's it for us. Unless there's anything else. Can't think of anything else. So today's song of the week is from uh, Queen and David Bowie. It's Under Pressure. This is a duet. One of my favorite Queen songs and David Bowie, too. Both of these singers have passed on, unfortunately. Well, a duet? Duet. Well, it's Under Pressure. You know the song Under yeah, Pressure? It's yeah. a duet. David you know, Bowie you, um, Kaylee wants to do a duet with you, remember. I know. I can't remember what, though. It's Luke Florida Bryan Georgia Line. Oh, yeah. And Rex B. Rexy B. Oh, yeah. She, she can sing it. I can't. All right, until next time, join us on YouTube. Click on the bell for notifications. Subscribe, 
iTunes, etc. Until next time, bye-bye. Mm-hmm.